Previously on Pufwa Exchange. Welcome to the Pufwa Exchange, everybody. I'm Ryan. And I'm Jen. On the Pufwa Exchange, we are going to branch out into many different areas. Firefly, we're doing... Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica. I would love to do West Wing. Can we do The Office? You know, one week we may do a commentary on Heroes. Next week we may come back and discuss... Mr. Darcy. Darcy. I said Darcy. You you said Darcy. Jen just developed a speech impediment. I think we should discuss the uh, effects of Frito from Godfather on modern literature. And we TV. may do that, and I would I would join in in that discussion if I had any idea what the hell Richard was talking about. He may come back and discuss those infomercials that play on the Sci-Fi Channel at three o'clock in the morning with the guy with the bald spot who goes on and on about the damn food processor and the set it and forget it. Yeah, and the blonde woman who's like, "Tell me how it works." Like she's not being paid eighteen thousand dollars to stand there and look like a cat. Can't forget Farscape. <laughs> Uh, Canaveral? What about when he scams out of the stock market all that He didn't scam it out. He did not. Yeah, he did. He got the insider tip. No, he didn't. Did you even watch the episode? I just want to know how naive his family has to be for him to be like, yeah, I've got a paper conference in India this week. Claire, I've taken care of everything. Believe me, I work in the paper business. This scene right here demonstrates the need to have a prenup. That's a puppet. (laughs) Yes, P.S. That is not an actual actor. What's a kid going to learn? from someone who decided his best option in life was to become a teacher. The Da Vinci Code. I read the books and went, oh, that's a nice story, and put it down. Everybody knows that people in Texas don't have perfect teeth. If they have teeth at all. I make kids wonder. I make them question. I make them criticize. I make them apologize and mean it. You're crazy, but I'll watch your kid anyway for free, like I always do, even though I'm a non-character. Even though the mob is looking for you and your kid. Yeah, but Micah can get her free pay-per-view, though. I make them write, write, write. The next thing I know, I'm having all these off the wall comments. So do you beat yourself to get rid of your sin? <laughs> He's like, you need to let your father go. He died ten minutes ago. He has a bow tie. I make a goddamn difference. Now what about you? Pilot's very militaristic in this one. He's like, attention! <laughs> I know! Later on, he's like, good day. Hello. Incoming fleet, prepare for Starbucks. I personally don't want to get busy with buckets of pine salt. Really? Nothing turns me on like the smell of ammonia. O'Brien's just a yutz in this episode. He breaks the Enterprise. <laughs> and Kira's in with the orb like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> My generation is more colorblind. Please tell me my destiny. I'm a kid with a soccer ball. <laughs> the race riots in L.A.? I don't remember. I don't remember the O.J. Simpson trial. And Dargo has a headband. <laughs> it makes him feel pretty. Breaking Dawn, I was there at the bookstore at midnight to get my copy of the book. He's standing there looking down at the screen, talking to Spock. I'm like, all Spock could see was your crotch. He's naked. <laughs> There were girls there that I swear they could not have been older than 9 or 10. Their moms had read the first three books with them and thought, this next book is going to be just like it. No. I think there's a very good horror writer trapped in this woman who is longing to get out. He would be jello on the side of the wormhole. There's no way that thing was built to sustain this. When they lean against the shuttle, it like caves in. (laughs) This thing was made of plywood. There are a lot of very graphic sex scenes in a lot of fan fiction and you go back and you look at these authors profiles and they're like 15 and 16 years old and if this is what you think sex is like we as a society are going to have a big problem three two one click hey you stupid thing start why don't we go back (laughs) to the main menu and now the poofwa exchange
Welcome back to the Pofo Exchange. This is Ryan. I'm P.S. P.S. is coming to us live from the Kingdom of Maryland this evening. We are over the phone yes. with P.S. And we are doing a uh, discussion while we're watching the episodes. It's not really a commentary. And what is the name of this episode, actually? This is the... I don't know. Let's, let's get the TV to tell us. I, but I, is- can I just tell you, I was just trying to get the TV to... The reason we're late TV. starting tonight and we're all over the map is I was trying to record an episode of House Hunters International because I have to know which condo they buy. The Imperfections of Mercy, which memory. is... A memory. Okay, I the need glasses. Well, that would make more sense, because I really didn't know what that meant. Uh, Amanda has unsettling visions of her dead brother, and the dark secret from her past is revealed. Joseph, Joseph recruits Hercules, and now I've jumped over to House Hunters International, so I'll have to go from memory, because I watched this episode an hour ago, so I'm actually Oh my gosh, you have more tonight. description than me. I, I, my description just has the actors, and it, it says it is. it informs us it is a science fiction drama. Well, you know why I have more than you do? Why? I'm not in Maryland. Okay, so we watched this episode an what? hour ago. Now, I just had to take an attack right there in Maryland. Now, we didn't podcast two weeks ago, and the episode I really wish we had the opportunity to cover, but we didn't have time, was the episode where we're introduced to New Cap City, which I think is one of the coolest things that Caprica has touched on so far. So talk to me about yeah. New Cap City. It's really, really interesting. I think that it offers... I, I think Tamara is pretty cool. I think she's a pretty cool character. Well, I think she's a little frightening now because she just realized that she's immortal. But yes, and she, she looks like going going like around in the game killing people. Yes, she will never meet Hercules again. Apparently, because okay, was I the only one when Amanda here um, got the envelope from the convalescent's home? I, for some reason, I was picturing Starbucks mother. And now I had in my huh. head this weird image of her pink... St- I know she's not. Starbucks' mother, by the way, was Naomi from Wild- from uh, Mama's family, which frightened me a little bit. But anyway, New Cap City... That'd be interesting if there's a connection. I don't know. The I thing- don't remember. I don't remember why you brought up Starbucks' mother. Well, the, you know what it is? I have this weird feeling, um, you know, in this particular episode, as I watched it, I was reminded of so many other episodes of, of uh, Battlestar in different shows, and at the same time... Well, they say all of this happened before, and all of this has happened. Has, I messed it up. Okay, it's very simple. Try it again. All of this has happened before, and uh-huh. all of this will happen again. And they say that in this episode, and that really freaks me out. Well, it's an old expression. Well, the thing that, that gets me about this as I'm watching it is I was reminded of the scene as the brother... Well, here's the thing. I'm watching Lost for the first time, and I just watched an episode of Lost, um, second season, called Dave. Or if you haven't seen it, the guy from the West Wing, and apparently the boyfriend from... Uh, 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 Sex in the City. Apparently there was an episode involving, you know food poisoning and you have to have two bathrooms i don't know anyway uh he's in the episode and he plays dave who is um a psych patient and hurley sees him all over the island and hurley's trying to chase him all over the island and i just found it interesting that i just watched that one and now amanda's chasing her dead brother you know through the through the city when i saw this this episode i kept wondering whether the dead brother was um you know head brother whether it was that kind of same thing i have to say too I'm a serial bitcher. You know, we, we've done we've done some of the episodes of, of Puffwa, and, and you know, we we either love something or we hate something. And if they change it to the way we wish they did it, we hate that too. So the thing which I love here is I'm watching this, and I'm I'm watching Amanda go to the memorial. And the thing that occurred to me as she's at the memorial is it's convenient after a month that 
they're keeping this up because number one, it's it's not like a nine eleven in this world. It was it was a horrible tragedy, but people have very short memory spans, and there's also um, very subliminal, well, not subliminal, but almost subliminal. There, there's the little breadcrumbs being dropped that there's being bombings at like hollow cafes or whatever that they're really not touching on, but I think it's being set up for later in the season. So there, there's terrorism certainly in this world. So the fact that, you know, this one act of terrorism is, is, you know, still being felt by people not connected to it after so long, I thought was a little implausible. And the minute I thought that you see the guy starting to take the thing that we need to move this. This is the first big thing really in this whole wave of things, because the way I see it, as it's like, well, I mean, I guess it's like, you know, Israel, you know, like, yeah. but it's not as widespread because it's just targeting these, you know, these hollow right. I mean, it's, it, places. Well, the thing is, is, so it's kind of separate because this is like a tragedy that was, you know, they blew up a train. You no, know, but that. like take Israel, if they blow up a pizza parlor, you know, every week, you know, if, if you lost someone in that pizza parlor, it's going to change the rest of your life. But if you're just Joe Schmo walking down the street, you know, that bombing is terrible in the beginning and you go to the, memo- you know, the memorial service and it's terrible and it affects you. But after a while, it doesn't hit you anymore. But I mean that the pizza, bomb- but like if you bomb a pizza place, it's not because it's pizza, like these hollow Cafes no, I know. I know they're being ju- bombed because they're hollow cafes. So I think that's sort of separate from the train bombing because the train bombing had nothing to do with. Right. My only point on the train bombing is the fact that they would have the memorial up after a month. I think most people would say, "Okay, enough." Oh no, no. I think I think that they and they were going to take it down because I mean it's still a public sidewalk. It's a public right. Exactly. I thought that was great. We need, we need, we you know we need. It's in the middle of a street. We need to move it. This I, th- no, I, mean, I think they is... were going to take it to a park. He said they were going right. to move it to a park and have there be a memorial. And the then they so say we all them and 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 the guy ran like hell. All right, the thing which I think is so interesting about this world is if this show makes it one season and the ratings have gone up, I think they're above the log program on National Geographic or whatever. So I think they're I think they're the, the show has a solid chance for a second season. As this is released, it probably just got canceled. But um, the thing about the show is. Even if it gets canceled today, it has given me such new insight on Galactica that it has served a huge purpose. Because I always bitched about the fact that even in classic Battlestar, the one thing that you never got from that story was, you. you, okay, here's a a civilization, and you meet them for six minutes, and then the civilization blows up. So you never really get a sense of what you lost. Caprica gives you that sense of what is lost. And I'm watching all these characters going, okay, everything here is is going to be completely wiped out. In months, and I've seen that whole world. We've seen all of Battlestar. It's just so shocking to me that that this entire like it's everything interesting is interesting because it's you know fifty eight years before that. Yeah. That it's like it's not even impending doom like it was in the flashbacks in Daybreak. You know that was right. like oh in two years this place is going to get wiped out. You know these people are going to die. But like. This is 58 years ago. So. And I think about that. I think about, like, you know, little Toron, you know, supposedly little Italy, and the fact that, you know, just all of the d- different variations that this world has. Obviously, they have virtual reality is very commonplace, and there is, you know, just, like, a different consideration of the sexes, and, you know, you can just walk in and smoke drugs off the street. You know, granted, different countries, different rules on Earth, but there's just so many different variations, and it's such a vibrant culture, and to think that, A, the culture gets completely wiped out and within four years the culture is almost completely forgotten is it's just really 
you know, reinforces that. And I say this in every podcast, but, you know, look back at this too. This all happened, you know, spoiler space. This all happened, you know, 150,000 years ago. So the thing that kills me about the show is Daniel Greystone, apparently because of one decision, not only wipes out, you know, 20 billion lives in, in this entire civilization, but because of that, he creates this one that we're on now today. So literally, Daniel Greystone, because of his business venture, changes the universe forever. And that, right. to me, that just is is really, really powerful. So it's I, I just so love the show because of that. I have so much I, I want to say. I adore the opening. Have I said how much I adore the opening? Because I really do adore the opening. Like, just the, the transitions and everything. Grandma is the freakiest person. I'm sorry. She scares me more than Sam. Yes, Gra- yes. <laughs> Grandma is a little frightening. Like, and I th- and, and I thought, you know, um, Clarice was a little scary, but you know what it is too. I try. I do this thing in my head. I'm watching every character, trying to think if they could possibly still be alive at the time of the Holocaust. Yeah. <laughs> like Lacey wonder, might be able I to wonder, make it, but yeah. I wonder if Daniel is. I mean, Daniel obviously created the Cylons. And everybody knows that. I wonder what will happen when they rebel. Like, will Daniel's name be Mud? Well, I think I think it's interesting his name isn't continuing to be Mud, even at this point. You know what I mean? Like, they're at a point yeah, well, right now where... And it, it is to a degree, but, like, he's finding... I mean, he got to catch a break. I mean, first, his daughter's a terrorist, and then he's solely responsible for the wiping out of an entire civilization. I think it's going to come down to him not selling the sports team. I think that's going to throw the entire jam thing over the edge. But but the thing that kills me here is, okay, we have watched for years this this story about, you know, between 38,000 and 50,000 people, you know, on these rotted old spaceships with mold growing out of the exhaust vents, and all they have is liquor, and, you know, the, the, they apparently have cigarettes, they have a few pencils, they have one tube of toothpaste between all of them, they eat fungus, you know, you know on good days, and they literally have nothing, and they're rolling through space, and... 50 years before, you know, if you want to go on a date with someone, you slap on a headset, you can go anywhere, you can be anyone, you can you look like anyone, you can fly a Viper if you turn up your experience level enough, and you would think that the world is on its way to, you know, we're all fat slobs drooling in our chairs because we're all in this virtual reality zone all the time. It's like your own personal holodeck. And it just kills me that, you know, this civilization, because of the Cylons, goes from that to being so much, you know, technologically, I want to say, inferior to that, because they have to give up everything to beat the Cylons, and then they're left with virtually nothing. So it's fascinating. I wonder how bad, because, like, I know we know that the specific Galactica ship itself had, you know, old-fashioned phones and stuff, because that was a ship used during the war, and they had to do that to fight the Cylons. Well, even Pegasus had cords on their phones. Yeah, um, but it was sleeker. I mean, I think yeah. Pegasus was more but know, it, but I think this they, is... had gone, they had gone a little bit, they advanced a little bit more when they thought it was safe. Well, granted, we're, 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 we're rapidly closing in on trying to tell, you know, why the NX-01 looks, you know, newer than Kirk's ship. I mean, obviously, they didn't know about the series when they were making Battlestar, or they may have adjusted things. But... Daniel's lab looks more advanced than Pegasus, but at the same time, the Vipers are like, you know, like 
Cousin Eddie's Van from Christmas yes. Vacation, which you don't know the what Viper, I'm talking about because you have never watched Christmas Vacation. The Viper cracked me up because they look like I wasn't surprised it fell out of the sky because it honestly looks like it was about to croak. And it was went. a giant like soap box and it just like fell to the ground. It hit Jules on the way down. Oh, I miss Jules. I should write to her. But um. And we go back to uh, Hurley chasing Dave. Oh, I'm sorry, um, not Hurley chasing Dave. Well, no, it was. Amanda. You're watch- I well, you're watching it, too, and it's reminding me of Hurley and Dave. It's reminding me, for whatever reason, of Laura and uh, Leah Ben from uh, Galactica when she's having the dreams. Yeah. Um, it was reminding me, for whatever reason, of a, a miniseries called The Lost Room, which was on Sci-Fi a few years ago that you all need to go and watch. Um, it was reminding me of, of head sex. And what I thought happened, and they do a really good job of trying to misdirect you, unless I'm just an idiot. Um, I'm picturing watching this that her brother was in the convalescence home. She was chasing him because she did something to, you know, antagonize him. And he ran outside and got killed and got hit by a car. Hmm, that's interesting. But that was my impression going through it. I love yeah. just the lighting of these scenes, too. They make it seem... Um, you know, the, they they mute the colors and they drain the colors away. And it's... Yeah, I, I love how a lot of these things are framed. Like there was a couple. Um, it this has been this is the tail end of a marathon that's actually been on since two o'clock this afternoon. And I you've been you've been sitting here for nine hours watching. And some, it's that. actually all in one dose. It is it is absolutely wonderful all in one dose. And. Um, the way they frame certain shots, especially when it was, you know, back when they, back when um, Daniel was visiting the Zoe avatar in the little room, mm-hmm. the way they frame certain shots of that is very interesting. It's it's such a well-produced show, and it just fascinates me that, you know, if it gets a million viewers, that's, that's a victory at times, but it, it's just such an amazingly produced show, and it, it looks like a million bucks. I mean, it, it it has such substantial production values and to think it's, it's, you know, fighting in the ratings, you don't think they're, I don't see anywhere where they're cutting, you know, from the budget or what have you. Yeah. yeah, It's like, I'm Danielle and I are watching, um, Frasier. She's obsessed with Frasier. So we're watching the last episodes of it and I'm watching it. And that show had, you know, obviously, you know, very high budget and whatnot, obviously nothing compared to this, but I'm watching that and I'm like, okay, that was the kitchen from the last episode with different colored walls and stuff. And now you have this show that no one watches and it's got like a bajillion dollar budget. Stand back. I'm a plastic surgeon. I think, I think it's funny that she didn't say anything because she, like, she doesn't currently have a job because she was fired. <laughs> She's, well, I know, but she probably can do CPR or whatnot. An unemployed plastic surgeon. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's so tragic. My daughter was a terrorist. Perhaps you've heard of me. And she... You know, I'm, I'm surprised that they've gone, gotten over where she's, you know, having things thrown at her. I know. It's it's like people get past it. That's why I was surprised that they also had the uh, memorial still up. They do a really interesting job in this in making it look like a different world and making it look so futuristic and so, um, you know, like with flat screens and, you know, just, you know, the, the virtual reality gear and all this stuff. And they make it look so new. But then... Joseph's answering machine is the size of my car. You know what I mean? And like, like yeah, I find, I find it really jarring that they are, you know, this is quote unquote futuristic technology wise 
you know, compared to us, but like, but they get away with it so well because it's so it's so different. Well, that's it. They want it to look like the fifties because it is sixty years ago, but at the same time, you know, it's so much more advanced than what we have today. I mean, they they have vipers for the love of Murray. So I mean, it's they do a really really good job of that. And she takes her pills. I don't know what to. I don't know what to make of Clarice. Clarice is like the nun from hell. Like it's yeah, she's like manipulating Amanda like into this like fake friendship. I don't see any humanity in her, and you just watch the whole series. I mean, the, the closest I think we get with Clarice is the scene when um, the school is searched and she like drops to the ground and like smashes her hand against the locker or whatever, but. Like, she's even, it's even comical. Like, the episode where she tried to get Lacey to confide in her. Can you get me a fork? Can you get me some juice? Like, it was like, she was so bad at it. Like, the worst spy ever. Tell me all your secrets. I mean. And I think, I mean, I don't um, remember what the situation is with her family. Like, I know, are are they really supporting her in this? I get the sense that they're all in it together, but I think any f- group larger than four people, you're going to have some uh, disagreement there. Okay, Joseph is... I, I enjoy the facts so well that Joseph this is... he He's a putt! Uh, no, he decides I'm going to hack into the secret, you know, super-duper, triply-encrypted world, and he goes to Radio Shack and buys the thing, and he can't even get the plastic wrap off. <laughs> and he turns the thing on, and he's got Daniel Greystone trying to get him to go golfing. I mean, of course you're not going to be able to hack into the damn thing, you putts. Like, he almost had to call tech support to get the thing working. How do I get in the illegal thing? Exactly. This looks like the street where they filmed Laverne and Shirley, doesn't it? <laughs> it's like the old architecture and everything. I'm sorry, he looks like a cross between the actor who plays Cedric Diggory and oh any Matt a- and any actor with a huge nose. I'm sorry, but I can't stop watching his he nose. He looks like a cross between Cedric Diggory and Matt Smith, who's going to be the next Doctor. Have you seen a picture of him? I, I, I have briefly. He just... I, I, I feel awful saying it, but his nose is just enormous. Okay, originally I thought those were vipers, and I was very disappointed. They're more like hang gliders. They really are. It's really attitude. <laughs> hang gliders with attitude. But um, just watching the past few episodes, I think... I think the last time we podcasted on it, I thought it was an okay series, and I was even talking, you know, it's never going to make it, it'll be canceled, but isn't this interesting that now we can think all of the Centurions are, are Zoe and stuff, and I, it really I clicked with me. I don't think that anymore. I definitely think, I think, now I think that what's going to happen is, and this struck me, this hit me in the, the in the boardroom scene where Daniel is going through all the... No, they couldn't. We missed a line that they could... The, it was in this episode, too, that yeah, they can't photocopy. They can't copy, yeah. So what, what I think it's going to wind up being is that they make these, you know, other Cylons that aren't, quote-unquote, aren't technically, quote-unquote, people. But I think she is going to incite them to rebel. Because I think... Obviously, Zoe has some sort of connection to what the Cylon culture becomes. Like, I think there's, 
Now, I mean, I always assumed that the Cylons were monotheistic because the five were, because I assumed that they had a monotheistic culture because Ellen seemed to, you know. Yeah. No, but the, but the Centurions came before, and the Centurions have it. It, it, it did came they? from the okay. hand. Did they, did they definitely? Because I thought... I wasn't the centur- sure. No, the Centurions have it, and the Centurion. I think the Centurions actually gave it to the Five. Um, oh, okay. The Centurions had first, and it all originates from the humans. So the so the humans came and out with both. It must have come from Zoe. I yeah. Think, um, I think that Zoe will be the one that incites the Cylons. Which is it's so interesting later in the episode, where you have Clarice and you have um, Amanda and. I forget what what Clarice's comment is, but something about, you know, pray to God or believe in God or something, God, and well, she's like, which I, I God? I said way back in the beginning of the series that I predicted that Amanda was going to be converted to this religion. Well, she easily could have covered the line, too, when she said God, and, which God? I, I meant God, <laughs> like, it's very easy, to, but unfortunately, she was stoned out of her freaking mind. All right, now, I was watching the episode earlier today. We both watched this episode. You watched the bit before I did, and you sent me the, oh, my God, I can't believe that moment line. What the um, hell were you talking about? Uh, it, it was when she said, all oh, this has happened before, and all this will happen again. Oh, okay. I thought that was just nice. <laughs> I was just like, ah! I thought that. I, th- I thought that was like saying, "Be kind, rewind." I thought I didn't think that was no. like you know, they, they found it under a rock somewhere and you know changed the future of the world. Well, I thought you were talking about the ending, which I thought was very understated. It was zo. No, I was. I wasn't talking about the end. It was that. It was in that that part. Um, and- I think you, Daniel was kind of a putz for not thinking of it first. Or thinking of it prior to now that maybe Zoe's in there. It's oh damn it, two had Zoe's gone, and why is this one unit the only one, the only unit that a human being has been? And booked? why is it? Why is it doing stuff? Like I don't know why. Why is why did he not pick up on the fact that he kicked the damn ball? Like he's he was he was very putz. No, it wasn't. I mean, it was it was dancing and it was it was. Oh, well, you didn't see that. Moving well, it was, and it was. It was one step removed. It was one. It was one step removed from you know, like I dream of genie, where the person doesn't catch on that she's you know a genie, like not like again, like it's. It was one of those moments. I'm like, you know, why will Daniel this week miss the fact that his daughter is the vacuum cleaner? I mean, the dog knew. I thought it was going to be something weird, where like the dog can find the centurion, can find um, <laughs> the human why soul. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. They use it when they're like trying to figure out who in the fleet is a Cylon. They just use the dog. <laughs> it's just then the dog or the dog could smoke him out. Jim, this man is a Klingon. Well, you know what it is? I felt like. Have you watched the plan yet? No. The thing with the plan is Battlestar Galactica. The plan. I felt like there was so much waste in there, and it just, it walked me through a scene. The scene I've already seen, but from you know. The, the left camera instead of the right camera. And I feel like so much of it is wasted. I would love to see a return to, you know, the, the modern day Cylons, but have them be interpreted as the people that they are. And I'm picturing, you know, like, I know it's not Zoe, but Zoe walking around with like a dog collar on because she was, you know, her higher functions were capped off by Simon and by Cavill. Hmm. Oh, Amanda. I know. Um, I will. What I, I what I thought he was when um, in the board that reminded me of what I was going to say in the boardroom scene when he brings the Cylon in. I definitely thought that it was going to shoot them because it was 
it was bringing back memories of that scene. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because you have a society that is so technologically you know advanced more so than we are and think of it you have the ability to you know go into any world create any world you know they said here you know sex without their version of viagra or whatever it was i typed to do earlier you know you can you can play golf you can vacation you can you can date you can totally live your life within this virtual world and it's interesting to me that Daniel's response to that is, oh, well, we lost that one. Let's create really big robots. And that was weird. And I know, obviously, he had to, because that's the the point of the series. But you would think it would, you know, the future would be more virtual and less, you know, like... I wonder, like, okay, here they are. These are, as far as they know, the only 12 planets that exist. And... They have some strife between them every once in a while. I want to know what they need the big robots to fight. Like, why why are they developing these ultimate weapons when, you know, it's not like there's all this... Well, it's, it's, it's weapons, and also maybe they can shovel snow or whatnot. Why are they giving these away, or they're not giving these away? They're not giving away the... Um... They were they were originally. I mean, the first time you ever saw it, it was definitely a weapon because there was you know guys in uniforms standing behind the thing watching it kill the little the little thing. Because it totally doesn't get this. She thinks it's so weak because they have three hoops. <laughs> I, I would really. I have absolutely no idea what um, the point of pyramid is, and I would love to find out like, like I, I mean i'm sure i'm sure they'll never do this but i would love to them love for them to like actually you know show an actual pyramid game or you know have someone who doesn't know what, what the game is like have it explained to them or something it's like 3d chess i don't know tell me what you think of this interaction right here i i find the the uh the Virgis plot line really fascinating because it's like he. I mean, this whole um, this the Torah culture is like based on this revenge thing. So this yeah. guy is trying to get revenge through business instead of killing people. It's it's this just the, the, it, the, the Sam Adama approach. Well, so old school it too. It's like when he t- when he undoes the sleeve and you see the tattoo everywhere. And I love that moment, by the way, in the previous episode where Adama and um, where Adama, where um, Bill or Willie, as I should call him, and, and Joseph and their tattoos and Adama's theme comes out in the background. Thank you, guys. These two are cute. I, I, well, I think it's, they're absolutely adorable. It's like the terrorist and well it's weird because in like a weird messed up way <laughs> they are really cute it's kind of attractive in a weird sort of way well no it is it's like look at him right now he's like asking the girl out and he's got like his feet crossed and his head down and he's in ultra geek mode and it's hard to believe that not one month ago he's giving the bomb <laughs> like he's in charge of explosives it was She's like, I want to become a terrorist, too. It's weird where these characters will end up in the end. Yeah, and it's, it's, you don't even, you don't know. Like, I mean, 
I would wonder, like, how far they would take it. Like, I mean, knock on wood that it doesn't, you know, end because it gets canceled. But I would be curious to see, like, if given, like, unlimited time, how far they would take this. Like, would they take it up to when About the Cylons 60 fell? years. Would they take it, you know, up through that time period? Well, Galactica will be built within nine years. I want to see that. Like, it's nine years away. I mean, I want them to skip time. And- well, they could do something where they show, like, you know, the keel being set or, you know, the first whatever. You can see them cut all the corners that we hear so much about in Galactica. Yeah, like, I almost I almost feel like they can't not show it. Like, if it was, like, like if, if even if it got canceled tomorrow in their last episode and, like, the Cyclones are rebelling, hurry up, we need to build... I mean, I think it's such an interesting story, but I think if it has a limited life, it really just needs to to keep pushing those differences with Galactica and make it so if you watch this show and then Galactica, the story is just as cohesive and it shows what they lost. That's true. Like, they instant message on Caprica. They never instant message on Galactica. Like, the, the phones even suck on Galactica. You can't even hear the guy on the other end. That's how bad it is. Oh, God, they're about to go on the Vipers. I wonder if this is in there because because I, I know it before they were being like there will be vipers just hold on and the, these these are the vipers it was just this you know virtual reality flying game it wasn't like actual well they do a good job with it because it actually looks like it was something I made on my MacBook which is probably what they were going for because it's not supposed to be real yeah because it says he built it. May I assume these are the Mach 1 Vipers because of the Mach 2? Yeah, well, I was actually, I was trying to get a good look at it to see if it looked like something that would logically evolve into what we see on Galactica. Well, my, if I recall correctly, most of the ones we see on Galactica are actually old. Well, they're Mach they're 2 Vipers, so these can be the Mach 1 Vipers or whatever. It's yeah. funny, they're so bulky, it'd be funny to watch Galactica try and launch them and they, like, jam in the tubes or whatever because they're too fat to get out of the <laughs> It <damn> won't fit! <laughs> Starbucks is, like, trying to wedge the damn thing out, kicking in the back of it. With menace. This would be awful if, like, you know, Zoe's avatar was destroyed. Yeah. He well, just... Is well, he, that's not the thing where you die if you're dead, right? I mean, that's it, it, that's only in this... Well, I know, Zoe's Zo- Zo- a special case. Zoe's a special case. Yeah, no, but I think I th- I, will, I think if you... Because, like, the people would play, like, we're playing, like, Russian roulette, and... They didn't act like they would die forever. It's only in this dark, gloomy area that they die forever. Right. Was he really sitting out there all that time? Yeah. Like, wouldn't the other guy be like, dude? I always, like, I mean, he was at work, you know, he was... Yeah, it's like, dude, table seven needs tartar sauce. man to move, you know, because he's standing in the way, and he never came back. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God, the man has killed him. And it's, it's, I only think, I think it's so weird, like... So this, you know, society has this thing where you basically, I mean, it's like going on the internet, but you put on these glasses and become incommunicado to the world. So there's people, like, sitting in an alley on the street doing this. I mean... Well, Lab Tech dude is, like, he's he's sitting there kissing, you know, Zoe with his mouth open. It'd be awful if he started, like, slipping her tongue or whatever, you know, in front of her dad. Yeah, that is just... Well... Like, um, sure, I hate to say this, and you know, P.S. You know me. You know I hate to go there. But when they're when they're having sex in the virtual world, like, are they like sitting in a chair, well, like he, 
Presumably, you'd be in the comfort of your own home, so it's not like anyone would see you. It actually reminds me of Baltar in Head 6, where, like, uh, someone will, like, come into the room and he'll be like... <laughs> He's the only one of the human race who practices the old ways. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, we needed headsets. <laughs> Grandma and Grandpa, we used to have this these things called holoband had, we had these clunky holoband headsets and we had answering machines the size of a jeep i'm right now watching a toyota commercial i'm just very disappointed in toyota Pe- cars I'm, I'm also there. probably watching a toyota commercial i just don't know what it was did they're they thanking have, me for something do they have toyotas in 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 Maryland. Well, they're thanking you for driving cars, even though the car might kill you. So, mm-hmm. they're and they're so grateful for you for driving a car that may kill you. They're giving you cheaper death traps. <laughs> like I'm not now, understanding now, the thought now, process. Now I have a battery commercial. Um, I have a commercial about windmills. You people who are listening to this in real time are really in for a treat tonight. We're going to actually that the is the battery commercial. Apparently, windmills run off of batteries. Or do batteries run off of windmills? I think that if batteries ran off of windmills, we would be in some trouble for things that are nowhere near windmills. I think he's having trouble. <laughs> so I don't know how Lucy Lawless, apparently Lucy Lawless might make an appearance on Capricorn. Yeah, I, I wonder about that too, because, well, first of all, she will not be created for 58 years. Um... I assume that the Cylons, the seven Cylons, eight Cylons that were created by the five are based off of people because it was mentioned that Cavill was based off Ellen's father. So I assume that the person we will see is actually the quote-unquote real Deanna Beers. Is that out in the water there? Was that supposed to have been the Viper that actually landed? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I it's mean, like, I she's all wet, so I assume she was in the water. It's like on giant stilts. Well, no, her Viper was off to the left. It unfortunately crashed into the water. Yeah, she like parachuted out and landed in the water. She's like worst date ever, dude. And but I'm not, not like even she, alive. It's not like she has other options. So. Exactly. Let's see what she can get. It's not like I'm even alive, really. This is a fascinating conversation, too, about her, the computer genius, and how you can have a million different trees if you let the computer create the algorithm, and that leads her to believe that, or leads him to believe that these uh, Cylon cannot be duplicated. I was wondering if this was leading towards the reason that they are um, um, bio, they're... um, what you call it? When you blow when you blow up a raider, it's blood and bugs that come out. You know, it's why well, they're organic. Organic, yeah. Thanks. I mean, I, I was wondering if that's going to lead there. Like, if they somehow, like, I, I forget. Were the do you think the first centurions were completely mechanical, and then later they? Well, the centurions are completely mechanical. You're thinking of the raiders even, themselves, even right? Even the new kind. I believe they're the all old yeah. And the new yeah, they're completely mechanical. The hybrid was the attempt to get organic materials in there. Then when did they get the raiders to be? Oh, maybe they grew them in petri jars. Yeah. 
I this is great right here. They said it was easier because they uh, download. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love that moment right there. I work for a top secret government organization. That is so hot. <laughs> the Negro instant replay. <laughs> it's Viagra. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's the only thing it's Daniel like, Grant. It's just like in my in um in real time where like um things like you know the the score box and the, um everything is branded like even when they make a call to the bullpen it's they it's actually branded it's like the Toyota call to the bullpen. Not so much anymore, maybe. I'm not sure what I think of their television. I understand how cool it is that it's on the window, but wouldn't you get annoyed if you had a giant bar going through the middle of your TV screen? That's weird. And, like, what happens, like, you know, it would be weird to have your TV in the window. Like, I have enough <laughs> problem with the glare on the TV. That's true, the So if you had to look at the window, there'd be glare. That wall looked damaged there. What was that? The, the wall behind Amanda looked damaged. Hmm. I do not know why. He's Look. bringing the green, it's the green stuff that they drink on Galactica. <laughs> They're down to the last bottle on Galactica. This looks very similar to Baltar's house. I wonder if he buys the mansion. That's, that's what, we kept saying, that's what I, it really looks like that house. I mean, I don't know if they just. Well, the inside looks something like it, obviously, but the outside looks similar. Granted, I'm looking at water, so. Well, I'm not. I'm not an expert on the interior of Walter's house. A few people are. Just like the half smile right there. I love that. I, I feel really. I, I. I'm not sure how I like Daniel, but I really like Amanda. Well, Amanda, you just feel sorry for me, other than being a plastic surgeon who has really, really, really bad timing in public. She's done nothing wrong. Daniel destroys the universe, so it's going to be easier to be like, <laughs> you know what? You're just a bastard. I know you don't it's know. It's hard it. to like the guy that destroys the universe. Yeah, but he creates a new one. He is responsible for me being here, which yeah, angers that's me. Different. Well, also, think about it. If he hadn't done his thing, we could be living on Caprica, and that would be much cooler. You there? I am here. I am adding pots of gold to the Puffo Forum. Uh, that sounds like fun. It's bad when you're listening to a podcast and you hear the hosts going, hello. <laughs> I know, because it has to be live. Actually, Keza has just summoned me and I have to tell her I'm podcasting. Yes. Can I go and, go and do something when she has called for me? I love the look between these two right here because, like, he is just such a good guy and he uh he totally cares for her and the Cylon not knowing they're the same person. Okay, this is unfortunate. Never, ever, 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 ever date from work. It's bad. <laughs> Can you imagine if he was like hump- if he was like humping dead air or something, that'd be just that'd yeah. be awful. It'd be absolutely terrible. And I'm not clear on the mechanics of when they wake up when they hear a noise. Yeah, I always thought that was like um before what was it? Um, when Joe, when Daniel comes in while Joseph has it on, he doesn't hear him come in. But it's it like he pulls he literally pulls it off his face. 
Right. Well, I think mom, yeah, mom let him in, but still. I was actually wondering if Amanda was actually starting to have a thing for Clarice, because it's a very open world. <laughs> I wondered that, too, actually, because, like, they seemed, like, I know that she just needs a friend at this time, but they seemed rather close to me. Yeah. Like, I know we just discussed the distinction between friendship and not friendship, and I felt like they were kind of pushing up against the wall there. Before episode 106-ish. Yes. Available in seven short weeks. I'm just amused by the fact that we have to uh, have all these updates to our analog uh, channels and so forth here, and everyone has to get special cable boxes. And out of the 50,000 years ago, they're like, I wonder if it's the analog that's screwing us up. (laughs) What analog? More things change. I thought Daniel was in the fire room here. I'm like, that would be sad. Yeah. Kid with big nose can't go back to New Cap City, and this dude has difficulty making dates, although I'm sure he could. Well, Zoe, Zoe seems to like him. I wonder if, at first she was just sort of taking pity on him, but I wonder if she's really you know, starting to like him because... I was actually really hoping that she would tell him that she was in the robot. Well, it's too soon. I'm not even sure how I was going to work with Daniel, because I know that's going to you know, shake the whole edge of sketch up a little bit, but... They're going hunting for leprechauns. Did you see any leprechauns while you were in I'm watching. The, I, I, did, I did not. Clips of more. I was there. Ghost hunters visits my honeymoon location. That's a little frightening. And, uh, well, we'll, and, we'll see if there were any ghosts there. Yeah, Matt from Pofo is getting married tomorrow, and he'll be going there as well. Huh. He, so maybe he will see some leprechauns. For a minute, I, I forgot whether I should say leprechauns or unicorns. <laughs> this episode of the Puffball Exchange is brought to you by the One Gay Unicorn Podcast. Oh, God. <laughs> I forgot. I totally forgot about that. I wonder I wonder if they benefited from their moment of publicity. They got a little <laughs> spike in their uh, listener base. What do you think of Evelyn? I think Evelyn, and we were discussing this last week, I think that Evelyn is going to end up being um, Bill Adama's stepmother, because in the original, oh, the original series, on um, the original Battlestar, okay, let me try that one more time, on, on, Battlestar, on the reimagined BSG, it was stated in the episode uh, Hero on um, 
Bill's little press it's not, release. Yeah, it's there. not stated. It's written on his it's, little it's card. Written on, yeah, it's written on the little card there that Bill is um, the product of a Joseph Adama and an Evelyn Adama. And obviously, in this show, Bill's mom's name is Shannon, but Joseph's secretary's name is Evelyn, and they tight yo. There's actually something I read, um, like speculation that I don't agree with, but I'm just going to throw it out there in the spirit of free and open discourse, Mm -hmm. is that there's a theory out there that this kid is not Bill, that they will, that he's going to like die or something, and that Joseph and Evelyn are going to have a kid who they decide to name after the dead son, William. That's interesting. I'm doing math in my head. That'd be very interesting because Edward James almost is much younger than Bill Adama's character. Right, or Bill Adama's character based on, you know, Caprica, because, like, that's the only... 58 years before the fall, I think, is the only indication we get of Bill's age. I just don't think it's dated in the show. Well, another thing could be because their years confuse me i I was you know the the, the years on the the little card in hero are all messed up and weird oh yeah there's like 27 digits to it but here's the other thing what if bill dies and they create a cylon replacement that's weird that's weird that's weird that's that's weird. P.S. loses her personal. You're, you're right there. I don't want Bill to be a Cylon. Oh, God. We went through this when you watched the show. It's going to be fine. You need to learn to embrace. But I do. Well, I don't know. Well, they, they're doing the whole Adama father song. Yeah, I was going to say that I, I don't think I agree with it, but it's certainly an interesting theory. It's really plausible. I love the music here because it's in the same tone as the Dama's theme, but it's obviously closer to the theme of. Series. Oh God! He, I thought he was trying to fix the thing. I'm like, you should not do that. I wondered if he was going to turn. I wonder if we'll ever see that kid again, or if he's just kind of like, screw you, you, you knocked me out of my favorite hobby. I don't know what purpose he could have. I don't know either, but it almost. It just seems weird to like bring him in and then get rid of him so quickly. Yeah, well, he could he could have just been a two episode deal. Well, you wonder too if um, Tamara will ever leave New Cap City. Yeah, I mean it's implied she can because they got there, you know, and you know, generally you can. Other people can. People come and go when they want to play the game. They go into New Cap City, and then when they're just in regular V world, they're somewhere else. Right. I was waiting for it to be something ridiculous or like he was in a wheelchair or something. It was very different. Oh, me too. Yes, I was definitely waiting. And he lived 20 minutes from Bill's house. He stops by. Hello. You're totally alive. I did not have to take a flight to tell you that. My parents don't even know I'm here. I snuck out of the house. This is a great conversation right here with Amanda and Clarice. Getting high together. Well, then if drugs are so legal, why why is Laura hiding it in her book? I mean... <laughs> I wasn't... In, I don't think it was... I think it was different kinds of drugs. Oh, seems pretty similar like, to I, me. This is probably not... I mean, they're obviously stoned, but it's probably not, you know, that. 
I mean, I don't want to get into a drug thing. It's probably not, you know, you know, it's not crack cocaine. Like either of us has any idea what we're talking about. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Popo does not endorse or condone the use of drugs. We don't need them. In the That's reveal, good. in the reveal right here. You can't tell. There are points where I think Clarice is to be an actual human being, and then she seems to retreat. Yeah, I thought here it seemed like I think here she's starting to get some kind of inkling that, you know, um, Amanda is a perfectly nice person who needs a friend. You know, she's starting to feel sorry for her. I wonder where it's going to go. I wonder how far they're going to get. I wonder what's going to happen. They could get married. I I I I do think that Clarice is gonna like. I think they're gonna become like quote unquote legit friends. Like I think here, I think Clarice is just you know leading her on to get you know some kind of benefit to her cause. But I think she's gonna become like actually want to become friends with Amanda. Well, I think you're totally right, but I just think that there's very little. She does a really great job of, of wearing the mask, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And it's, I can't see through Clarice's mask, and I think that's a good thing, because it intrigues me more. Joseph right here is in New Cap City for approximately six minutes, and promptly is captured. Because he, uh, he has absolutely no idea. He has no idea what, what he's doing. I, I suspect if he actually made it to the golf course with, with um, the Avatar version of... Uh, Daniel there, I think he still would have struck out. Yeah, he doesn't really strike me as the kind of person that could do this whole Holoban thing. In the fear here, Not too. that I Please. think I am much better, because I'm pretty sure that I would be doing no better than Joseph here. In the in the fear, don't let, don't let me die here. I'll never see my daughter again. I keep waiting for it to be someone that we recognize, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I wonder if this, you know, this person, she was just kind of there, and then she kind of went away. So I like wonder what her what her deal is. Like if she'll show up again. I wonder if one of the characters yeah. will end up seeing um, seeing like six, for example, at one point if they ever want to do a. Yeah, what I I um think what was blown like wide open was when um what his face met Zoe, and you know is saying that she's Rachel, she implies that she used Zoe's avatar, you know, like, that you could do that, like, use some, you know, an avatar as Which is strange. Because then avatar. you could go as Horus so, like, everywhere. You could yeah. change, like, you could change how you look. So, like, this person may not necessarily look like that. So it might, right. you're right, it might be somebody we know, like Evelyn. <laughs> your, your theory is all focused along Evelyn for the moment. Well, she was just the other character that popped to my mind. I thought it'd be interesting if she recognized him and didn't want to reveal herself to him. I think we're giving it so too much credit. Kind of, kind of, <laughs> kind of awkward to be almost kill your boss. Well, it definitely complicates the work environment. That is very true. Okay, I'm now watching a cat commercial. Yeah. I see a tattoo. It's actually a commercial for acid reflux. You knew so, that before it came on. I find that disturbing. 
Well, I think I might be ahead of you because now I see a man walking across the room in a pink shirt. Oh, I now see, I too see that man. Now they're now they're in bed with the cat. Well, he's in, no, no, no. You're misleading people. He's in bed with his wife, and the wife is hugging the cat. It's a very <laughs> lovely scene. Uh, you have a dirty mind. You you just tell all the listeners of the Puffer Exchange that you're watching a commercial of a man in bed with a cat. What do you want me to say? <laughs> Well, there's a, there's a gecko. There's a gecko. All right, let's talk about the ending here. Where is this going to go for the show if Joseph knows that Zoe is the Cylon? Daniel. Daniel. What did I say, Joseph? Not Joseph yeah. does not give two shits whether or not that Zoe is the Cylon. Um, um, I think Daniel is going to... Hmm. I think he is going to... I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. I'm not very good at predictions. Yes, um, we tried to have you predict things for the regular Battlestar, and it did, it did not work out well. I don't know. I, I hope it's not one of those things where, you know, for like four or five episodes, they do the thing where Daniel's in the dark, which wasn't working well. He should have guessed it. And then it completely changes the nature of the show, because is it going to be like a sitcom where only he knows what's inside the Cylon? Or the story needs to progress on many different levels, and we've had the same, you know, infrastructure since the beginning of the of the podcast. So it's what like, I think would be interesting is if he told everybody and was like, look, people can survive inside these robots. That would be what very if, bold. What if the centurions were full of dead people? Well, that's interesting. Cause what I was saying earlier with the plan, I would have loved to have seen, you know, an episode that showed those centurions, but shown, you know, the human body and, and shown them, as people so we could understand more of what they were like and when they were capped off, you know, how awful that was because we, we didn't well, because, get a lot of I mean, they do see the world differently like we saw when they're on the day ship. They can see it as, you know, the woods if they so choose. Mm-hmm. You know, they have this, you know, projection thing going on and I wonder if the fact that Zoe sees herself as human. Does she see herself as human? No, I think it's for our benefit. We see Zoe as human. Didn't she have to ask Lacey whether she looked like... Did she look... If she looked metal? Well, that's true, but she also... Something... What was the other thing that she did? There was something that she... No, um, she looked down at her hand. Her hand had the blood on it when um, her virtual boyfriend's dipstick um, business associate there tried to put his hand in their mouth and she promptly chewed his finger off. Yeah. That is a stoned woman, if ever, before I've seen one. <laughs> oh, poor Amanda Grace. Down it all falls apart. Poor Amanda. Poor Amanda. In the moment of the truth. So I wonder if she'll, you know, continue going, going downhill, and we'll have to be committed. It'd certainly be bold. Shake things up, isolate Daniel further, cause Daniel to create the conditions that will lead to the destruction of the human race. You wonder, like, without his wife to to temper him, like how he'll wind, like how he'll wind up. Oh, he'd be like Steve Martin in the movie with the hot dogs. He'd be out of control with his wife. 
And she honestly doesn't seem to mind very much. See, this this is what makes me think that Clarice is starting to think that um, she wants to be friends with Amanda instead of just using her. It's so hard to tell because she's stoned, so it's like her her facial expressions aren't very, right. you know, deep. So it's it's difficult to tell what she's believing and what she's faking. And I think it's probably hard for the actress to remember. To be honest with you. Which God? Which God? Well, I mean, she's she's letting it slip because I think I mean her cover is obviously she's a nun, so she's she's a terrible, terrible, terrible nun. She sleeps with eighty people a week. Yeah. The, the other religion. I know she is. I think it's so funny. Their religion is so dominant that it doesn't even have a name. You know, it's just you know the gods. You know, they just talk about it like everybody. <laughs> they call it the Greek religion. P.S. Unfortunately, um, almost cut out right there. I what? You almost cut out for a moment. It was it was quite scary. Huh. That's weird. Well, I'm not here. I'm still here. And Joseph is prepared to do anything for his daughter, even though he is technologically inept. And as we all know in life, if we ever want to get anywhere, we have to walk under those little doors that are so close down three quarters of the way. Well, she had to make, make a cool exit. And the moment of truth. Like, here's the point where I think he should realize what's happening and does not. Well, he throws the ball. He throws the ball, but then she kicks the ball back and he never thinks to himself, how did the ball get back over here? Well, he not looking, he doesn't see that the dog didn't bring it back. The man's a putz. The universe is disrupted by this putz. Now, my immediate question is, why doesn't Zoe walk over and announce that she is Zoe? I think, I don't know why, here, okay, Serge's Twitter said that she didn't want him to know. Because Serge tweeted that he knew, but Zoe told him not to tell. Yeah, maybe she needed someone to talk to you about it. Like, here, he's piecing it all together, and I just wonder what this will mean for the show. I just really wonder, will it become a show where you'll have, you know, almost like the sitcom situation for the week that you have to get out of, you know? Well, I'm expecting a sitcom situation when they have to take the thing to Gemini. It's like, you know, put it in this box. You know, I put the box on the Large kitchen utensils. What the hell do you need and in the box? Like, it's Lacey and Keon, you know, getting having to get this box to Geminon, and the, that'll be our exactly. sitcom episode for the week. Oh, like, and they, they lo- like they lose it in the baggage claim. Like, it comes out the wrong chute, and the you know it gets it, the um the it gets sent to Tar on by a mistake. And here's the moment. And that was the episode. Now the question is, will Zoe obviously answer? I, I'm assuming she will, but then that was my question. Why didn't she just walk over and pat him on the head earlier? We see our exciting next episode preview. There's some we guns. Do. Well, it's so cool because you can just see the differences in the, in the coloring and the tone and the everything. Yeah. 
Well, thank you for joining us tonight. This has been, uh, hold on, wait for it, the name of the episode, which I thought was Mercy last time, had absolutely nothing to do with Mercy. Oh, God, I... I don't know either, and I have now the the summary the change, of the show changed. It's now called something called Implosion. But it's Warehouse Thirteen. Micah and Pete rejoin Secret Service detail to intercept a samurai sword. That sounds that funny. is to be presented to the president, and they discover a competitor for items that belong in the warehouse. Huh, Direct TV really gypped you on the summary. It really does. Everyone, if this episode has taught you nothing else, you need to get Comcast even though they lie. That's, I think, what you should do. Actually, Comcast doesn't service us, so that's why we don't. Well, they service we me. We actually in did try. They service me. So with that, have a good night, everybody. Good night. Bye.